Hey, everybody. It's the A to Z podcast. Zach Jackson, Andre Not Facebook.com slash A to Z podcast. Shouts to Blue Wire. Shouts to American Fireworks. Find them always open, even in December, at AmericanFireworks.com. Buy some gift certificates. Go in and see them. Tell them A to Z sent you. Yeah. Andre, good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. How is everyone? Yeah, we're alive. You know, we're good. Um, here, here we are. So, um, the big debut happened. Um, the Cavs were pretty good. The Indians signed a free agent. The Guardians signed a free agent. That was a, <laughs> sorry. Um, Ohio State made the playoff. I, I want to start there. Okay. okay. Um, we're in an interesting time in several sports. Yeah. I think I was, college sports yeah. being being one of them. They're right? in a goofy time. And remember, the last time Ohio State snuck into the playoffs, I believe you were covering them, and you were pulling your shirt up up around your ribs, just like uh, the running back for <laughs> the Ohio State University at the time. Yeah, right? they won the first 14 playoff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're dangerous. Um, but and, and they probably belong in the playoffs. Right. Like yeah. they probably do. I never sat down and laid it out because I didn't have to. Right. But I would say that their resume is empty. Their their resume is we supposedly have really good players. Right. Right. They right. don't have a quality win. And they lost by 23 points at home. Well, at least they won the Penn. They went in that Penn State. See, this is the only problem I have with like Alabama people. Their best win was against Texas, who lost four games. Um, so if you want to, and I, and I, and a part of our conversation and what you said, not false, but it still goes back to the whole premise of what you're saying. They do belong because you can't give me four teams that have a better, yeah, uh, you know, like you, everything you said is true, but give me a team that's got something better than that. Right. And listen, it would be a totally different thing in two years. They go to 12 and that's bad. And, right. you know, to hear me, who's always football and always more football on my TV say that it might shock some of you. Well, I'm always right. I'm almost always right. Um, it would be a different bracket because you have to be a conference champion to get one of the buys. Right. And of course they're screwing that up. Just like the NFL um, going to an extra game without a bye week, right? without an extra bye week was a mistake. Only playing one round on home field is just the peak of stupidity. Right. It just, it just is. But um, all of these playoffs are made, and, and we've told you this on A to Z for centuries, even though we're not that old yet. It's not about what makes common sense. It's yeah. a what about makes dollar-dollar bills. You right, know? and absolutely everybody wanted Ohio State in versus Georgia or Michigan, right. right? And since it's Georgia, of course that's the main event because very few people outside of Ann Arbor and Dallas are excited about TCU in Michigan. Yeah. You know, oh, uh, you know what? I gotta go. I just I'm seeing something on Instagram. I think I gotta let you guys know. I know we haven't been all around a lot. I'm just seeing that McDonald's is selling 50 cent double cheeseburgers on Friday. <laughs> I gotta go get six of them minus pickle. <laughs> I gotta tell you a true story. I saw that yesterday and I was awfully tempted. I, how could you not be? Um, I will do some health, we'll do some health things because I got a physical checkup this week. And yeah, dude, uh, I, I'm 44 to, years old. It's I'm limping to the end of this season. <laughs> Well, the seasons are hard, man. I am not going to lie. Well, and getting back to and this part of what's happened with our podcast, I and I and this isn't a complaint. This is just something I I would write this down. And like, um, I think all of us are going through a fatigue a little bit, the 2022 fatigue. But I think it goes back to 2020 and what 2020 and 2021 look like. Um, and for people that weren't allowed to stay at, and I think the people that have stayed at home and still work and have a fatigue, you just don't know it. You haven't taken your, you haven't taken your pajamas pants off, but you got, and I don't even know, we haven't even talked about this. 
you as a human being, yeah, you're back to the normal schedule pretty much that you used to be on and covering mm-hmm. a football team, but it's way different when you haven't been able just to zoom away every day like you have been in the pre- previous two seasons. Yeah, no, that part's different. Um, you know, this this goes back to March and then and just the uncertainty and dragging out all of that. And, you know, and frankly, um, in the spring and early summer, I did a much better job of taking care of myself than I've done the last two months. <laughs> it hasn't even really been that cold. Um, I'm not going to blame anyone but me. Right. But, yeah, I'm dragging. <laughs> I'm dragging. Yeah. Um, Guys, college football, football is a sport of attrition. College football is a sport of attrition. And we love the NCAA tournament, and we have it in basketball, and they better not expand it because it would ruin it. But that will never happen in football. Um, St. Peter's or Kent State will never crash the party. The first first nine seed that wins the tournament will be in Ohio State or Alabama that had a, a disappointing season. Guys get hurt. Guys opt out. Attention span is lost. And and the thing about a four-team playoff, Dre, is almost every game in the regular season still means something. And that's what always has made college football special, besides the fact that it's just on your TV on Saturday, right? right? Every game is has some sort of elimination aspect to it. And now you're going to triple the size. It takes that away. It just does. And conference championship games, which are useless and become more useless in this format, are not going away. Because they make dollars and cents. Yeah. Well, and despite all that, and me derailing where you're going with it, <laughs> um, they have the four best teams, uh, and no matter how you look at it. Uh, I, I would have more of an issue, or I, I don't even have an issue because I don't really care. Uh, and I think, and I'm, and this is one of those comments that won't be taken well by everybody, but it's true. Um, but if you've grown up in a locker room or you've go, grown up with competitors and you know how competitors compete, because I've had, you know, the jackasses, because I said it right away, as soon as USC was losing at half, you know, losing last week on Friday night, you know, I instantly said the whole country's not going to like this, but I was like, Arizona or USC's got, with the way they play defense, they got no business being one of the top. Yeah, teams. they turned into Arizona, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Williams is an incredible talent. Incredible. Right? And uh-huh. her, they got no chance. But, and, and my point to it was, yeah, Ohio State's defense is bad. It was bad on the final time we saw them. That final loss they had was a, a loss that's going to go down in the history. And to be honest, and the real question I have with you is as much as I think Ohio State should be there, I think for Ryan Day, and throw out all the the people, that the, all the ambulance chasers and all the people that are begging for you to read their Twitter account or listen to their podcast, they were, they were bringing up Mike Vrabel becoming the Ohio State head coach and on and on and on, even though it is a legitimate thing. And I do think at the end of the century or the end of, I do think Mike Rabel will be the head coach of Ohio State at some point in time. But I don't think within the next three or four years, as long as uh, Lord Henry can carry five guys like a refrigerator. But in saying all of that, um, I think this is a, this is a, um, I think this is one of those moments for Ryan Day as the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. He could have ran away and gone to the you know the noon game on Sunday of New Year's Day and played Auburn or you know or the fifth place team of the SEC, scored forty five points and been Penn State and walked away and felt good about themselves, right? But now you're going to have the spotlight of New Year's Eve going into the new year where you're going to play a team that's going to give you all the issues that you can have. But you know this, and there's a great article right now up on The Athletic. Uh, I'm not sure who wrote it, about how Ohio State may be able to attack. I think it was by Cameron Teague Robinson, who it is, about how Ohio State can attack Georgia, and they may have the best chances 
to score and give Georgia a problem. My problem, though, is this, Zach. If everything is on the up and up and we're really doing this the right way, it should be Michigan-Ohio State in this game. And obviously the people that put this together didn't want to make us have that back-to-back. But that, to me, seems like that would have been the illegitimate way. Remember several years ago when I did my NCAA tournament rant? Now, probably only like 11 of you listened to that. (laughs) But when I said, okay, whatever your criteria are, that's fine. But then actually seed them for the tournament because you can't call it a seed if it's not. Right? So I totally agree. Ohio State is the fourth team in, but they are the second or third most likely team to win. Yes. To win it. Right? And, and and it probably is better, and I think this is a real dilemma for the Big Ten going forward because that championship game is not going anywhere because it's worth too much money. Nobody benefits if Ohio State and Michigan have to play two weeks in a row. Nobody benefits from that, right? And so that is interesting. Um, I, I agree. If there's one team that has a chance to hang with Georgia, it's Ohio State. They may do it. Again, nothing in their resume tells me. But, I mean, Marvin Harrison is as good a wide receiver as I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my right? God, yeah. And now you get weeks to get healthy. Ohio State an extra one because they didn't have to play a conference championship game. Yeah, Georgia is the, yeah, Georgia is the best team this year. I don't think anybody thinks Georgia's as good as last year. And that starts with all the defensive the line defensive and linebacker guys. talent that they yeah. lost to the NFL where they could just keep coming at you. Right. And, and last year they lost the SEC title game and, and, and got really – Everything in the first half of the national title game yeah. was a struggle for them. Let me uh, let me say something else. They are man for man, one through how many ever. They're probably the most talented team in, in, in the NCAA. But their quarterback ain't even top 15, top 20 for me. He's the same right. age as Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I know. It's a crazy story, I, isn't I, it? Like, yeah, and, and I, t- I texted you guys last week. I was like, he's like the Colt McCoy. He's the new age Colt McCoy in my eyes. And that's not killing him, but he doesn't have an overly strong arm. Yeah. Um, if they put the game in his hands, and look, Ohio State doesn't have the silver bullets of the years past to, even, to make me even think they can do this. But if they met, if they make little old Stetson beat them, they got a chance to win. Zach, I truly believe that because I'm not, I'm not big on who he is. You know the team that, that played Georgia the toughest this year? Kent State. Kent State. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kent State. Now, who and was it Ellis? No, where Ellis? It was somebody else that stayed close with them. But Kent State definitely, yeah, gave them a run for their money. Yeah, um, they did. They did. You know, I, I, I'm interested um, in 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 this game, right? In, in in a couple of things. But here's here's my gripe, <clears throat> and, and let me collect my thought on here because I started okay. to cut you off with another one, and I didn't. Um. This is the last thing I want to say about the playoff and, and the expansion to 12. I, I do think Ohio State's the fourth best team. I do think they have a chance against Georgia. I think it's fascinating TV, and and that's probably the way it should be done. And frankly, the challenge is out to C.J. Stroud to play better. The challenge is out to Ryan Day to get a team ready to play and show that you're not just a bunch of five-star recruits, right? Yeah. Like, like show you belong. But the facts about the college football playoff and the state of college football – which even as it changes a little bit with the portal and a little bit as Nick Saban, you know, eventually he's going to retire, right? Eventually things are going to change. <laughs> we think, <laughs> you know, Cincinnati got in last year yeah. and they need, they're the only, they're the first non-power five team and they needed all these things to do. And they were the fourth best team. Um, you know, would they have beaten Ohio state? Probably not, but did their resume, did, did it look like it? Yes. And they got beat bad, but the fact is they were closer, Dre. That was a more competitive game than Ohio State had been in the previous national championship game with Alabama. Like, we've right. just got 
This year, it's number one above everybody. We've had number one and two above everybody, and so far above everybody. And so, yes, there will be an upset. There will be drama. There will be a team that comes from eight or nine and and makes noise. You know, yeah. It's just there's also going to be opt outs. There's going to be the Hendon Hooker injury situation, right? There's going to be all the stuff where some disappointing team, because of their reputation and because of their brand and the swoosh they wear on their jersey, is going to get in. And then more guys are going to get hurt and then guys are going to opt out after one playoff. But it's just the reality of it, right? It's just, it's not going to be a great product. It's not what's best for the sport. So what is it? Yeah. But what I'm is watch. <laughs> don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. No doubt. But here's, and I don't want to be the, the glutton of bad news, but what does it say that we have the four best teams? We agree upon that, but I don't think any of us think, Two and a half teams have a chance to win it all. Correct. As we're talking about expanding this to twelve teams, it's you know like if, if like if I had if I had a hundred percent, you know, like I would say Georgia's got probably about seventy five percent chance in my eyes of winning it all. Ohio State has about a fifteen percent chance, uh, and and you know Michigan has like a ten percent chance of whatever left TCU gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I, and I legitimately feel that way. And I know, yeah, Michigan and, and I, I I disagree, but only slightly. Like. You're, those those are ballpark of where I would be too, and I think where most people would be, right? And and I think we're both more at this point casual observers of college football yes. than because we're not into you know we're not usually talking about this, writing about this, knowing right. the criteria. We don't break down the the right. the, the hundred man roster like we used to, positive, right? But that. I know when Ohio State has a big game and they have two and a half of them. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and like Notre Dame turned out to have a good year. And it's just the first game, and it, it makes for a tricky evaluation point. Yeah. But, I mean, this Big Ten was bad. It was I mean, bad. There's years you don't want to play Northwestern. This was this a year everybody wanted to play Z, Northwestern. I didn't think the SEC was that great either. Yeah, I know, and that, that leads you to a whole thing. There, there was not a super team this year. No, right? and like, here, I'll say it this way. All the, all the, you know, it was not, it's weird to say this, but this is the blue, you know, we see this in NCAA basketball as well. One of the coolest stories of the college football season for me was Tennessee. And at the end of the year, once their quarterback was banged up, and once they went back to looking like the Tennessee we've known for the last 15, 20 years since Mm -hmm. Peyton Manning left, and really, who was the quarterback that came after Peyton Manning? He was from Dayton and won the national championship. I know you'll know. T. Martin. T. Martin. Basically, since T. Martin won, they they looked like that team until they didn't, right? Um, That was one of the best stories, and they were a fraud. They were good. They, They really weren't. Right. Spencer Rattler has one good game as a college quarterback, and it was beating Tennessee by 90. Yeah. And now he's ready to transfer somewhere else, I think I saw. <laughs> Back in the park. Uh, dude, think about it. I'm, I'm sitting in the airport on Monday, and I'm seeing all these names of these college quarterbacks. I can't believe they have eligibility. I'm like, oh, my God, look at all these good college quarterbacks on the move. Sam Hartman, Spencer yeah. Sanders, Baker Mayfield. Like, they're all on the move at the same time. It was crazy. It is amazing, you know, to have all those little guys all on the way at the same time. Let me say the other thing about all of this uh, as we continue along. He don't even look right. We only did this podcast so I could use that line. I know. He ain't even big enough to wear double digits, by the way. I kept watching last night, and I was like, I don't even, he don't even look right with 17. He ain't that old. Um. The other part of all this, this this going like the portal thing is, is part of this story. Um, but let me ask you this: I, I'll just off the side, who legitimately should win the Heisman Trophy? And I, I would say this year, just don't give it to nobody and keep it moving. Caleb Williams is the best player. He is. He, he probably was last year. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, based on what they actually did, and again, 
you know, I, I, I tried to watch what I could. Um, and I do follow. I would say it was Caleb Williams far and away. And then the next two guys with the case would be the TCU quarterback and the Tennessee quarterback. CJ Stroud is up there too. And I know you're going off like, you no, can't he is tell me. so overrated and the jokes on me. Cause I bought it. Yes. And no, I mean, his numbers, the numbers are the numbers. Number one, he does have some talent. Now is now I he does have you. some talent. There's no now, doubt. I, wait, wait, and I can go with you about being overrated. But see, this goes back to the original question. Like that, that kid from see, and 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 what is that? That that and this is I love this conversation because the Heisman Trophy is a farce anyway. I should have started with that when Gino Toretta comes out as one of your best college players. Well, really, sure, that this is a different discussion. Yeah, right? but yes and no because I just feel like that's this is where the Heisman's at. Because the best player, and this is the part of the problem, and we do this in all sports, and it, it comes back to writers, to be completely honest, that do the voting and whoever else. The best player is not a quarterback this year, but nobody knows how to evaluate the rest of the field because we just watch the ball. And we've already thrown out, like I heard somebody, I heard, like I heard somebody, I won't even say the name. They're like, well, if you're the best defense player, you got to play off it. No, if a guy is dominant enough to be the best player, I don't give a damn if he's a left guard, if he's a wide receiver, if he's a linebacker. But right. We don't know how, and I'm saying everyone, and I'm I'm gonna put myself in it, even though I can watch other positions. I don't know think we legitimately know how the people that make these choices. You can't tell me there's not an other player that deserves it more. Even hell, even the tight end from Georgia, how he changes the game should get some votes. Now, the going back to the quarterback. Wait, are you making a case for that defensive tackle from Georgia? Is that who you're saying no, is the best player? I was player? the tight end, but I could say the D tackle. Yeah. Okay. Tight yeah. I mean, yeah. But that's what I mean. You know it, and I know it. There are guys out there that can play. I can't give it. Now, you say Williams, and Williams is up there, but if Williams is up there, then you got to vote for C.J. Stroud very close as well. Yeah, C.J. Stroud's not the best player on his own team. C.J. Stroud, though, is going to make more money. This is bingo. You just made my point. But he's going to get drafted before any of the before. Well, sure, else. but but again, we're talking about the Heisman. I mean, the best player is one of those two kids from Georgia, or it's the Texas yep. running back. Yes, and nobody even really knows. And the Texas running back is phenomenal. You're right. Um, I just hate that it's just a quarterback award now. Like at least when we were growing up, and now, yeah, Charles. Yeah, Woodson you're right. To, Charles Woodson had to do unbelievable stuff. Un- he had to do unbelievable. Desmond and it's Howard had to him. do unbelievable stuff. But damn, Adrian Pete. Like think about it. We don't even like Randy Moss was able to. Yeah, go from, but from Marshall, he, here's, we don't even do that anymore. No, it, but here's what you're saying to how it's changed. Like it used to be the Heisman because there was a game at twelve and a game at three thirty, and rarely was there a night game. Right now, college football is on six days a week. You know, it's on Friday. Most of the country did not see the USC quarterback until last Friday night no, when he took off right. on that run, right? They, now, they did play Notre Dame at 7.30 the week before. But the Pac-12 has a con- – the USC played Oregon State, one of the one of their toughest games of the year, and it wasn't even on real TV. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, and that's, you know? that's what's crazy. Why, did, why are they leaving for the Big Ten? There's your answer. No? <laughs> it is. Right. It really is. Um. What's the reaction? And this is why and some people in the NFL think that the North Carolina kid is a better prospect than the the USC kid. They'll I've be heard, back next year. That's the I've rule. heard that. What's the other quarterback? What's the quarterback of West? Is it West? Everybody loved it. West Virginia. No, they were bad. Nah, who's he's the back in the transfer portal for the sixth time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, there was another quarterback. Is it the North Carolina quarterback that I'm thinking of? It yeah, be. he he started to get a little hype there. Yeah. at the end of the year, super um, gifted kid. Yeah, right, right. Very yeah, we're yeah. talking about the same kid. Um, the other thing with all of this too, 
I hate saying this because if you listen to this podcast, you know we love college football, but college football seemed watered down to me this year for the first time in my in my entire life. It just seemed like whether it's how they play defense, um, you know, even in the Michigan Ohio State game, there are laws where I know that there's talent out there right now, and I've had a couple coaches kind of not complain but say, well, with the talent portal and or with the portal, yeah, it's hard to build chemistry and it's hard to build. Things we've had in the past. Like, I've legitimately had coaches say that, and I'm not saying they're lying to me. Well, this is the state of things. Dre, if I don't know Marvin Harrison Sr., and he's the last person in the world I'm ever going to talk bad about. Hey, man, be very careful right now. I I don't know how much I will quit this podcast if you say something bad about him. Yes, right. You will drive over to my house and destroy this laptop before it gets up. (laughs) And I go to the car wash either. But I would advise – if I was the stepfather of Marvin Harrison Jr., put it that way, I would advise him to not play another down of college football. Ooh, I don't know how he's wired. I don't know nothing about him. He has nothing to prove. Now you smoke. Well, see, okay, that's why. And I don't like what happened to Jackson uh, or uh, Smith and Jigga this week. Yeah, the kid can't play. And then, like, and and if and certainty. And look, here's the thing about silly season, and we've been through enough drafts. And we've had enough, and it's, I'm not going at McShay, you know, Mc, hey, he's doing whatever his job may be. And I don't bl- I don't blame his his family for being mad at what what he said. Sure. But that's part of that's part of this season now. And people and like there are certain I said as soon as Ohio State's game was over, and you and I kind of hit on this, I thought CJ Stroud had played his last down for Ohio State, honestly, before they were back in the playoffs. Yeah. I said I was like, if they're not he the probably should have he might have cost himself money by playing this year. Right. That's that's part of the basis of my argument. I know. And that's like I would be there. Like you keep saying it. There are going to be some guys getting closer to Christmas, their New Year's Eve. Yeah. They're going to go. I kind of pulled something. I think I'm all right. Yeah. No, it's just it's just the the state of things that we're that we're in. Um, It just is. Right. I, I, I think that. I, and again, I, I don't want to speak for anybody. And I had to be made aware that McShay said what he said. I, I I didn't know that, right? But Dre, the Twitter argument that took place, and I think it was launched before the McVeigh thing. I'm not sure about that. Right. But to me, it's pe- it, it, it's kind of the straw man thing. Even though I, I hate the, that term and others that people put <laughs> just toss around there, because like to me, why is it even a discussion? The kids hurt. We watched him suit up and get hurt. We watch him try to come back in another game. We know what his body of work is. We know where he played the, the highest level. And we know that as long as he's healthy, he's a first-round pick and maybe a super high one. So, like, why? what is there to even argue about? Of course he's not coming back to play another down. And, yeah, and, of course, there's one old That was school, my stance on it. Right. And, of course, there's one old-school coach that still runs people through the, through the mud that's pissed off that he's not doing it like they used to do it in 1970. Yeah. That's that's the game. That's how it goes. And unfortunately, no matter how pissed that scout or whoever it was that said something to McShay is, he still has the tape of the Rose Bowl last year. Yes. That ain't going nowhere. Right. <laughs> like at the end of the day, there is a coach somewhere in the NFL that tonight on Friday night is looking at clips. It may even be the coach that won the game last night with the quarterback that's the same height as him, and that's why he got off on having him on the on the sideline with him. He he may watch that tape from last Rose Bowl and go, you know what? I want that kid on my team because right. if he can run these three routes for me, 
I we're going we're going to move the chains like never before. Yeah. All, all okay. Obviously, the medical part is the biggest part of the evaluation, right? And because of the medical concern, and you didn't see him, that just takes his pro day in Columbus in March, whatever day, from being almost completely insignificant to semi significant because people will want to see it with their own eyes just because they haven't seen him play. But they know, like Columbus is arguably the stop, right? Columbus and Tuscaloosa and Athens, Georgia are the stops. In a given year, it's different, but they know, right? So they've seen it. They've seen. They know he has high level coaching. They've seen him play against high level competition. They had all of off season to study him as a first round pick, and that means nitpicking, not just watching, right? Like there is nothing that he has to prove on the college level, nothing. So it's like this is how it goes, guys. It's like not even a question. He's hurt and he's not going to play for Ohio State anymore. You wish him well. The game is the game. And let me ask you this as we tumble in. All right. I, I don't know. Let me, I, I want to I walk away from college football yet. But, I, I, but as I do it, I'll say this. How surprised, because I saw Ari, who's become one of my favorite followers on uh, Twitter, just because he still has the fights I used to have 15 years ago or 10 years ago. <laughs> he believes uh, in what he believes. Yes, he, really he does. Believe? Yeah, yeah he, 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 he can run for president and lie to everybody and win. <laughs> um, because he truly believes in his lies or his what he believes more than anybody else. And I, I didn't mean that in a bad way either. Um, the point spreads, because we're getting to that point where unbelievable. And let me ask you this. You are a connoisseur of point spreads and things of that nature. As we get closer to January 1st, 2023, and legally being able to say we like a team by a touchdown or a field goal, more over another team or under this or over that. Um, what are your true uh, ambitious feelings towards the legality of what baby is right around the corner for us Ohioans? Um, um, well, we're going to get inundated with the ads and it's going to be brutal. It already has been. Yep. Right? I, I, you know, I'm anxious to see what it looks like at a couple of places. And someone did send me a video of, of the Jack casino, mm-hmm. um, the sports book and what it's going to look like, but it really, you know, to me, that doesn't mean anything. I haven't been in there in three years. I, you know, maybe if I go to a Cavs game, I will. And, you know, I was supposed to go to a Cavs game. It hasn't worked out so far. Right. You know, yes. Um, the chance for me to not leave my couch and put $20 on Kent State basketball, that's appealing. Right. Yeah. Um, frankly, I don't know how it's going to go. I hope that college daily fantasy sports will be legal in Ohio because they're not now. Yeah. And, and, um, I, I just, I love college basketball, but you know, Jerry, I, I don't think it changes much. I think it changes some discussions. I think when you talk about the Heisman, I think I have an issue journalistically and, and beyond that with yeah. people who do betting ads on their radio shows and then vote for the Heisman. Mm-hmm. He, he, he preaching, he ain't reaching you all. You know, I, I I'm not going to sit here but and you say, know what? I, I I love what you're saying, and I agree with you. But so many of the rules have been spit on, pushed back, sure. and not respected. That the integrity of it, the integrity of journalism is out the door. Unfortunately, well, sure, sure, I can still occasionally fight a fight. And again, I'm not going to spend a whole podcast on it. I, and I don't disagree I have with a problem it. with that. You know, I don't disagree, and I appreciate it. And it's just like how you feel about people that 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 spell wrong or say something wrong on Twitter. You have facts, and and I know what you're saying. But there ain't enough people that give a shit about that anymore, and those rules have gone out the window, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I really don't think it changes much, right? Like, it's been around. I mean, it was taboo. I, I, I can remember being in college in the, at OU in the University of Akron basketball team coming, 
coming down to play at OU, right? Do you remember? Give me, give me two players off that Zips team or just restoring a real. Um, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Bosley, Jamal. Ball. Oh, Bosley's a good one to have. I ain't gonna talk about him either. His, yeah. uh, his new right. round pudgy son lives around me. A- Andy Hipshire, Ryan Andrick, you Andy know, Andy Hipshire. I yeah. used to deliver pizza to their house. So, <laughs> the Hipshires, <laughs> right? But like, they would get USA Today at their hotel door and they would look at the line, but it was taboo. Right. And it still is, but like you have, you just have to understand it's, it's more accepted now. I mean, it's generally understood that college football coaches know their big boosters who take care of them yep. are laying the 34 when they play Arkansas Pine Bluff and now, they yeah, want what, to cover. Tell me, talk about integrity. What's the integrity of that? I'm giving $500 handshakes to, to every player on this team, especially yeah. the ones that make their free throws. But then I'm going to go out and I'm going to bet. And you know that's been going on since before we sure. were born, right? So, again, right, that's what's going on. So, again, what really changes because you can do it from your couch or you can say, hey, you know, on Saturday, let's run down. Instead of going to such and such, go, to, the gas go to eat at the Pro Football right. Hall of Fame where there's a yeah. sports book or, right. Right. you know, whatever restaurant's going to happen. Like, I don't know. I think there was 300 licenses just in Northeast Ohio to sports bars. Right. The sports yeah. bars. Yeah. Right. And it, it's for, I guess it's, it's very much like the legalization of marijuana whenever it happens here. Right. <laughs> hey, like, I feel bad for the drug dealers. The dudes, and I don't even call them drug dealers. They ain't a drug. I feel bad for the dudes that's been taking care of everybody on the low and trying to stay out of jail. <laughs> now, like, like, what happens to them? Sure. That, no, listen, I, I'll just say this. And, and I, I want to talk about it more when it gets a little closer. Okay. It's one of those things where I just did the math today and it's like, oh my God, it's December 8th. Mm-hmm. A colleague of mine who no longer lives in Ohio but grew up in Ohio, and I had long thought and tried to do a story on what's going to change for sports betting. Yeah, and all of a sudden, a lot of people we know that have been in it, yeah. even though they trust us to keep them off the record, uh-huh. they don't want to talk. No, they can't. That's guys that got big businesses don't want to talk. It's part guys of the game. That, oh, guys that have top ass customers. Yeah, yeah, don't want to talk. Well, I can give you the perfect one, and I don't even want to say this guy's name, and, and everybody knows his name. Look, we've all known if you wanted to, if you wanted to lay it down a couple bucks on a high school football game. I was in just going to say this in Northeast Ohio. It's never been a secret and it's always been done on a very cheeky, like just in a very professional way of how you do things on the streets. Mm-hmm. And somehow I uh, look at me, please. I need more attention. Uh, jackass begged and begged and begged. And like in week one or week two of this high school football season, uh, a bunch of f- high school football lines ends up online. And to me, it, it broke. It broke that. It broke the trust. It it just. It was against every. Yeah. That's when you know people aren't 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 from where we're from. You know, like right. right. No, like, that's a good way to say it. Like, yes. Yeah, because I'm trying to be like I, I'm really searching for the right words, and I know this is going to come back. I mean, I really don't care. But there was something about why that worked, and it's why the the generations that have come behind us on on social media that think getting a little funny or getting like one of their buddies to chuckle. Or getting, you know, or getting a professional athlete, getting him pissed off, and they go around and they and they have a parade and think they're cool when really they're not, and they really obviously have never had friends to understand how shit really works. Right. Like that was not cool. And I and I'll tell part of the story, and I shouldn't. And I had somebody that reached out to me, and I'm I'm working a. Cool We've only got a couple minutes, and you shouldn't waste it on this person. Just just you're so right. you know, you're right. But what, what you're saying up, is what you're saying is right. Yes. So I, I, what you're saying, I think, is. Some people are going to get themselves in trouble. 
Some people are going to hit some ridiculous parlays, and the companies are going to use that to boost. They're going to inundate you, the shit out of you, with ads and billboards. It's not going to be just every time you log on Twitter. It's going to be in front of your eyes and on your ears when you listen to regular radio, right? Uh, even more than it already is. Yep. But for the core of it, for someone who does it on more than an occasional basis, it's not going to change. No. That no. was my point. This is the conversation I had a few Fridays ago. I stayed home, and we set up the two or three TVs in the living room. You know, temporary because Mindy won't let it be permanently, right? <laughs> and I had a friend stop over. That, I'm working on a way to weekend. Don't worry. Right, right. And I, and I had a friend stop over, and I said, "How crazy is it that I can't legally bet on this West Virginia game that's on the left? But I know three ways I could get twenty down on this Maslin game we're watching on the monitor here." Wow. Yes. <laughs> every week. Every week. Right. I can do it from every. Major League. I was on the plane last week following Maria Steinmary and local versus Kirtland. Okay. And it wasn't because I love Tyler Hardy. And I do. Right. I respect it. <laughs> right. All right. Dre, this timer is on three minutes. Um, right. Some people won't listen to it because it's already Friday at five o'clock. Some people won't listen until after the Bengals game. And that's fine. Does Joey Burrow have something in his head about playing against the Cleveland Browns? Um, I think he more. I think he does have Miles Garrett in his head a little bit. It's it's more the problem that Miles Garrett is in his face. Yeah. Um, but I do think that's a valid question. And I think this is a valid question, too. And we'll get out of here on this. Do you have any more than a couple percentage points of doubt? about Watson after that performance, or did you always believe that there was going to be um, a rough transition period? Not shocked at all. And I won't be shocked if it lasts that way all the rest of the season. And that's why I've told Correct. every person at my radio station that keeps talking about bringing Percet in, their minds need to be checked because this whole season has been about dry yes. rub, getting together and getting it right. They got to deal with this because this season is a complete waste if they don't find out how to make him work. He he should be better. I think he will be better. But there's also a strong chance that he's broken more than a couple weeks can fix. And that's what the Browns signed up for. And, you know, again, this is so it's interesting. I expect what you'll see on Sunday. If you are listening to this before then, I expect what you'll see is basically a wishbone offense where he is used to throw very little and run a lot because that's the only way they're going to, you know, you can't just run the ball at the Bengals. I hear you. But at the same time, that still does not to me hit the goal that needs to be had. The goal that needs to be had to get this coach and to keep his job and do it right. They got to figure out what works best for Deshaun. They've got to figure out what they need to put around Deshaun. They need to figure out how they're going to win with this $250 million guy that they've committed to. So yeah, at some points you do have to say F it and just find a way to win the game. And so I could see the wishbone effort, but at the same time, unfortunately, I hate to tell all of you guys this, the Browns are still playing preseason games because this has been a complete preseason. Yes. Congrat on your money that they've stolen from you once again. Yeah, no, it has been a preseason. It's been strange and, um, it's been long <laughs> and the longest it was just ever. a scrimmage and the goal was just to survive. And they did that, but man, they're lucky to te- the, the Texans are as bad as the 17. Oh, oh, and I would take the Cowboys in the 17 points. Speaking of bets. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to drive across the border to do that. Andre. Ah! <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Don't bet. Take your money to American fireworks. We'll talk there to you, you next week. See you then. Boom. Congratulations.